Welcome to The Power of Me, creating meaningful success for female leaders who already have achieved success, but still suffer from self-doubt, comparison, competition, and are looking to transform their mindset. Here's your host, Tracy Crossley. Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of Power of Me. Woo! Right? Okay, so we are talking power of me, creating meaningful success, as you guys know. That's why you're here. And we're talking about emotions again. Emotions as a leader, stop trying to control them and learn how to use them, right? And I talked about this in an earlier episode. So today we're doing a deeper dive into how they impact decisions. And when I covered this previously in another podcast, there are some things that do bear repeating because emotions are something a lot of us just try to push to the side, pretend they don't exist you know, so on and so forth, which is unfortunate. Really, it's unfortunate. But it, to me, can give you the information that you are lacking when you start paying attention to your emotions. So as a female leader, we really enter the war zone, can't seem to be able to, let's say, lose our fear, right? Or lose it out of fear. We can't seem to have, let's say, a straight path when it comes to emotions, right? And emotions are really about not being able to control any of that stuff because emotions are like the ocean, right? And so it can make us seem out of control, hysterical, untrustworthy. And as you know, whether you believe it or not, emotions always play a part in decisions and in leadership. A whole human being is there, male or female, okay? Not just the intellectual aspect. Emotions, whether you buy into them or not, are not always something you can see behind a decision, but they always exist behind a decision because they're there. How do I want to feel when I cross the finish line? What if I don't cross the finish line? Holy crap, I'm going to feel a certain way. Don't want that feeling. If I lose $10 million, how am I going to feel? That fear, okay, of the experience of feeling the experience of living through the experience, that is a fear of feeling it. Because if you could go through a really shitty loss and not feel bad, how, why would you care? You wouldn't. You'd be like, okay, that can happen. No big deal. But it's all the shame and all the other feelings that we don't like that we're afraid of that can keep us being a leader who leads from fear and has trouble connecting to our emotions. So it's really about, oh God, can I take that risk? Because how am I gonna feel? You may not ask yourself that question, but that is lurking in there. So you're going to have either the anxiety or the excitement that will drive your motivation. And for those of you who are totally disconnected from your feelings, you may not know what drives you. You might just have anxiety and probably in quiet moments, berate yourself for any perceived wrongs, right? Thank you, inner critic or inner dictator. You may not see those images, like I mentioned, as having emotional attachment to them, you know, the loss or fear of loss, but they do. And it's why you may stay quiet, afraid of saying or doing the wrong thing and being judged, cast out. That will make you a leader in fear. A fearful leader, the world is populated with them. Many countries are led by them. Holy cow, it is everywhere. So let's get into this. Being a female is not the main identifier as a leader as we know. 
How you relate to yourself and others, regardless of bias, matters more. It is a strength of character, not a made-up one, not the caricature you might have built, but a real one. And when you are connected to yourself, you can make a big difference in the world. You really can. I truly believe emotionally grounded, emotionally intelligent leaders are what are going to make the difference in the future. Well, and the present too. Trusting your emotions as signpost about what is going on inside of you is a huge step as a human being and of course as a leader. You're in the lead because being friends with your emotions makes you unshakable when you are emotionally intelligent. Not being friends with your emotions makes you hollow like a house of cards because there's nothing substantial holding them up or to ground you. Most importantly, don't you want to know the emotional backstory to what drives your decisions? Most of us want to ignore that. Oh, don't want to go there. I'm afraid I'm going to lose it and never come back. We have a lot of fears around that. And so we'd rather stay on autopilot. The more connected you are to your emotions, the better off you're going to be as a confident, powerful leader who is unlimited. The less you connect to your emotions, the more you make choices that are from scarcity, fear, and trying to fill in the blanks. And it keeps you limited. I talk about limited and unlimited all the time because there's a huge difference. There's a valley between you. So is this a problem? Or should I say a problem? Plural? <laughs> it's a problem when your goals are not just to look successful, but be and feel it. So success fades, as we all know. And if you're externally motivated, you're going to find it's problematic to feel good about yourself because you're going to need success as like a constant soda fountain drink, you know? Just keep giving me that. Yep, keep filling my cup. Keep filling my cup. You can't fill your own cup. So feeling good about yourself is not a sign of external success, although it can be a part of it. It's a sign of internal success that becomes reflected inside of you. And so to me, that's huge because I prefer having things inside of me be the tell-all rather than what's outside of me because I can't control what is outside of me. It's a problem when you suck down emotions and you don't realize how they get in the way of your ability to lead. Repression or suppression don't work. And hey, guess what? Neither does disassociation. No. If you do not use your emotions as the billboard on the highway to your inner wisdom, then the other voice in your head, your inner dictator, like I talked about a second ago, it's going to take over. Yeah. It's going to punish you. It's going to give you unkind words and you're going to react and then you're going to lead. Holy cow, right? So when you've been beaten up by the jerk that lives in your head and then you turn around and you lead, where are you going? How are you leading? Aren't you just kind of go over in the same territory, something safe, something familiar? Usually you're not going to take the risks. You're not going to look at something and go, okay, I'm going to do this and it may fail, but I'm going to do this. You're not going to do that kind of stuff. You're going to avoid it. Okay, so what's the wake-up statement? You get to choose inner wisdom or perception when making choices. Either they keep you afraid of yourself or you become unlimited as a leader. And by the way, the inner dictator, I have that download and it's a free download. It's on my website. You can go there. You can download it. I think you have to put in your email address. So you can go to tracycrossley.com and that's Tracy without an E. The Crossley has an E though, okay? But you can go there and you can download it, all right? So a little bit about me, of course, I can tell you so many stories about how I lived this way. So I was repressing, suppressing. I wanted to be seen as respectable, professional, without emotion. And let me tell you, my whole professional thing was so big, 
I still at times am overly professional, but I am, I feel warm and open and I feel like I have really moved past that. Like I used to use it as a shield, you know, something to hide behind, something where I could present the appropriate mannerisms, the appropriate speech, everything about me said, wow, you're professional. And people used to tell me that all the time. And I am professional, I feel, where I need to be now. But back then, it was all I had. And and it was really hard to be honest because I made a lot of decisions from fear. I feared revenue loss. I feared client loss. I feared people telling me I was a horrible leader. I feared all sorts of things. I had self-doubt out the wazoo. I was not so concerned about losing subordinates for a long time, even though I, again, was afraid of hearing any sort of negative criticism. So I didn't get my value. I didn't get anybody else's. And the more I stayed disconnected, the less I trusted myself. And then I thought, oh God, can others tell? Can they just say I'm a loser? I feel like a loser. Like I felt like the me I did probably in sixth grade, right? Because I didn't really know how I felt except to notice that I had anxiety or to notice that I had negative feelings. That was the, the extent. It wasn't, okay, what does that actually feel like? What is the root of it? What are the nuances to it? What is going on here? No, I just looked for more strategies. I was just strategy chick. I thought I need a new strategy because that's going to keep me focused externally. Because if I have to focus internally, I don't know what the hell is going to happen here. So I didn't notice the physical sensations inside and the nuances. The only physical sensations I would notice inside was when I was nauseous and I was anxious or I was uptight and I would feel horrible. So that was a big problem for me, huge problem for me. And unfortunately, it took me years to actually understand more about myself so I could stop feeling like an imposter. And that really was what set me free in being a better leader because I was stunted and because now I feel connected to myself and I've learned to manage my emotions, right? I have emotional intelligence. And I feel I become unlimited because the past and my suffering stopped. All of the crap I used to do stopped. I make decisions and I take risks all the time. There is a level of trust I have that I never had before. Never. The past limitations stopped being what controlled my emotions. I live in the flow. And not to sound airy-fairy because this is not airy-fairy. This is living, when I say living in the flow, you're living in trust. You have faith that everything is going to be good. And that's because you feel in alignment with the true choices, decisions that you need to make as a leader. You're not questioning or second guessing your stuff. And I mean your stuff, your emotional stuff, your intellectual stuff, your decisions, the way you lead, all of that. That's stuff. And that you're not questioning. So those past limitations aren't going to be in your way. But for me... Holy cow, it took me a long time to get past this stuff because I did it on my own and it took forever. And I wish in looking back, I would have had help, but I didn't. So now I feel fulfilled in what I do. I feel fulfilled with the people around me and I'm emotionally present, intelligent, and I know there's no ceiling because guess what? I took the thumb off my own head. Can you relate? I hope you can relate. I hope you can relate even to the degree that you're like, you know what, God, Tracy, this is really speaking to me because 
nobody's really talking about how much this gets in the way because we are so tuned into trying to get over all of the judgments and all of the issues, the obstacles of being a female in a leadership role, okay, that a lot of times we don't even get to, well, what the hell? Let's get to the root of this stuff. And that's important because I think women can lead this world. I really do. And we just need to get ourselves together so then we can actually stand in support of other women instead of tearing other women down because we feel like crap about ourselves or only helping women who aren't a threat to us or whatever. Okay. So anyways, going off on a little tangent there, let me come back. <laughs> all right. So the solution, it's all about you always. The goal is to use your emotions as a signpost, as I've said a few times now, to connect to your true self at a deep level that you feel confident all the time. So it requires awareness, be aware of your emotions. What are they saying? If you are numb or you only hear that inner dictator, close your eyes. Okay. You can listen to this again or write that down or you can do it right now. Just close your eyes and notice your focus going inward, physically into your body. Look for pain. If you don't have any, look for stiffness. Some of us, we will sit in a weird position. I will have my foot under my butt as I'm sitting in a chair, right? I got one foot up, one foot down, all sorts of weird positions. When I actually pay attention to how that feels physically, I notice, wow, my leg is uncomfortable. Boy, I'm just waiting for my leg to get numb. Like most of us don't realize that we are so uncomfortable in our bodies that we will sit in discomfort, okay? So you wanna look at that. Okay, anything that you can find that gives you that pain or stiffness, close your eyes and go to that physical location. And this is not about control. So when you try to control, this is a form of suppression when you try to control. Okay. You don't want to suppress yourself inside. And because control is suppression inside, manipulation on the outside, just FYI. But you want to pay attention. Oh, look at that. Okay. My foot hurts. Okay. Let's close my eyes. Let me see what I feel. Okay. And there's several steps to this. I'm not going to give you all the steps and what you can do to actually work with your emotions because that would take way too long. So I'm just giving you a step, okay? But you wanna start making that connection and give attention to what you usually suppress. That's a start. To grow your emotional intelligence as a leader requires a connection to your true emotions and processing what causes emotional reactions. I'm gonna go with like, hello, old experiences. Oh yeah. If you have any reaction to anything, sweetie, it is an old experience. That is how it rolls. And let me tell you, most of us are unconscious to it, okay? And, and this is all okay, because who would have ever taught us this as a child? Nobody, nobody would have. So you have the inner wisdom, but the obstacles in an emotional sense that stand in the way will keep you stuck in these patterns you don't like. As always, I'm gonna say this, you come back to awareness. Awareness is always part of it. Become aware of what triggers you as a leader and how you turn toward fear as the foundation of the emotional pattern you respond with to the situation. Yeah. What if you did not come from feeling fear? Okay. Like look at a situation where you have an emotional pattern of fear. Okay. If you're aware, right? Get some awareness there. Maybe it's going to take you a little while. Become aware of triggers. You can always become aware of triggers because you're emotionally not, let's say, in a more stable position. Not that you're unstable and hysterical, by the way, but you don't necessarily feel like you're managing your emotions, let's just say. All right. So you just want to be aware. Wow. 
What if I didn't come from fear in this situation? You may not be able to get there. Again, it may take you quite a while because you have these other feelings that are pulling your focus and making you not want to focus on what's happening. But being aware to start is key. That's where the deeper work is to release yourself from this bondage. And what I mean by bondage is these old patterns that we've learned as children and we brought forward. So if you need help, you can go to my website. My business programs are on the site. I also will create a program depending on if it's for you and your team or just you alone. So you want to go there and you want to check them out and get an idea of who I am, what I do besides this podcast. And it's tracycrossley.com again. And again, you can download the freebie there or again, you can reach out and find out more. All right. So wake up statement again. You get to choose inner wisdom or perception when making choices. Either they keep you afraid of yourself or you become unlimited as a leader. You have a right to empowerment. You have a right to feel empowered. It means being whole, being all of the inside parts where they come together and real life takes place. Real, okay? Where real choices can be made. Not fantasy, not bullshit, not fearful but real choices can be made. Emotions are part of that fabric, giving you the signs you need to know your wisdom and trust yourself. Thanks for listening. And again, if you're interested in learning more about me and my programs, you can either go to my website or you can email business at tracycrossley.com. All right, you guys, you take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Power of Me. For more information or to learn about Tracy's programs, please email business at tracycrossley.com. That's business at tracycrossley.com. <music>